Welcome back to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Today, we are back with part two of my interview with Vivian Johns, and we are diving into Instagram reels and content creation to grow your clientele. Today's episode really gets into the nitty gritty details and strategies you can use if you want to create reels for your beauty business. So grab a notebook and get ready to learn more from Vivian. You're listening to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Here, we talk about creating a career you love. We go deep into mindset, marketing, business, and life as a hairstylist. I'm your host, Jody Brown, a hairstylist veteran turned branding and marketing mentor for ambitious, inspired beauty pros like you. On this podcast, we share the real stories of leaders within the beauty industry and actionable trainings that leave you with the tools and guidance that will inspire you to build your best life as a hairstylist. From branding, business, and marketing to mindset, life, and finding fulfillment, no topic is off limits here. Get ready to be educated and inspired. This is the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. As a hair salon, your people are going to be even smaller than that. Yeah. Like, you know, so when somebody wants to grow, people come to me on, on the hairdresser social club. And the first thing they say is, I've only got 500 followers. And I say, great, that's good. Yeah. That's really, really good. It's great. Like, how many more do you think you need? They're like, oh, I don't know. I'd love to hit like 5,000. And I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why you can't do 5,000 clients like what, what what's going to happen yeah. when you hit 5,000 do you think you know so I'd love people to start seeing their numbers and it do you know what I'd love them to take the follower count away yeah completely <laughs> I'd love that gone yeah. and I always start to I try to talk about followers at, as clients instead of followers mm -hmm. so on the hairdressers social club I don't talk about followers because it's just I don't talk about how to get more yeah. followers. I don't care about more followers. I only care about more clients. That's yeah. all that matters. And going viral isn't going to get you more clients. Yeah. So if that's your goal and you're measuring yourself against other people who've gone viral mm -hmm. and you think that you're doing really badly in comparison because you haven't gone viral, yeah. like you need to really put this into perspective yeah. because you probably are doing really well you probably are if you've got 500 followers or a thousand yeah. followers you are doing really well especially if those people love you and love what you do and get involved in conversations on your page and are engaged with everything that you put out there you are doing better than somebody with a hundred thousand followers yes you know because that's what that's what we're doing it for right and that's such an important thing to think about. And like, it all comes back to what your goal is, right? So if you're an educator, like you or I, and your goal is to grow, there's nothing inherently bad with wanting to grow your following with the right people. But what you really need to, to focus on is like that a number for the sake of a number, if they're not the right people for you, this applies across the board. It's not going to do you any favors. And as a stylist, like you said, there's so many less people that you need in order to have a successful business. So if you are wasting brain power and you're comparing yourself and you're feeling badly about what you're doing because you're not hitting the numbers that someone who is not, who doesn't even have the same goals as you, then you're, you're taking so much of that energy and that time that you could be spending, you know, actually growing your business or God forbid, like doing something you enjoy. 
yeah, uh, exactly. And just comparing yourself. Exactly, exactly. And at the end of the day, what what number are you looking for? So I always say to people, you know, well, why why that number? So why have you picked a thousand or five thousand followers? What who who is it that you want to be like? And they might say, oh, the salon up the road has five thousand followers. And I'm like, you don't know the backstory. We didn't all start at the same place either you know so there's a really un unfair playing field here it's like uneven playing field it's like some people started right at the beginning yeah some people bought followers yeah. some people might have done training that you haven't done yeah. you know so every there's it's not fair comparison to look at somebody else's account and say you know they've got this why can't i have that and i think For people sure. you know going back to what you said about people taking advice from all of the big content creators on the platform who are all saying, make reels, make reels, make reels. Yes, make reels, but make those reels speak to your clients. You know, and that's what it's all about because people say to me, oh, my reel did really bad. My reel flopped. Honestly, if I hear one person saying a reel has flopped and then I look at it and I think, yeah, but you've got 300 plays. You know, that's 300 people have seen that reel. That's not a flop. Mm -hmm. You know, so you are going to get much better reach out of reels than than other content types Mm -hmm. at the moment. And and there's no denying that. But as long as you're real, as long as everything that goes onto your page still has value for your clients, that's never a flop. It's never a flop. Exactly. And I think that it's so important to have strategies. So it's interesting because people are always surprised when I say this. Reels for me on my account are the worst performing type of content. And I think the reason for that, and you know, depending on the different, I still make them like depending on, because for me, it's not all about, like, I've been very open on this podcast that I frequently post content that I know is not going to quote unquote go viral because I think it's very, very important. Like I've talked about this actually recently that a lot of the Instagram concentration is on just getting new people, new followers, new eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really ignoring two thirds of what your strategy needs to be, which is nurturing your existing people and then converting them yeah. into clients, which is something that I know that yeah. like, I love that you talk about this. So it's yeah. interesting because you know, I think that they're so, it's so dependent on your account. And the great thing about video content is it builds connection with your audience. So even if you're posting reels and they're not doing quote unquote, like well, or viral, you're still building trust, right? With your existing clients. If you're doing it the right way, if you're doing it the right way, I think that's the key. Yeah, exactly. I always say with reels, like, you know, it, Instagram is this place, right, that there was always a a phrase that went around a lot that Instagram is your shop window, right? Mm -hmm. Now, in 2018, Instagram was your shop window is a very, very true phrase for 2018. Well, anything pre-2020, if, you know, if I'm honest. But today, if you're still using Instagram like it's a shop window, like somebody standing on the outside looking in, you're doing it wrong. So Instagram's in the building, we're inside. What's happening now is you should be using your Instagram page like a community space, like a place of resource or like a learning library 
for your clients. Love that. Okay. So if you can think about reels as a learning library for your clients, mm-hmm. you're going to start to add the value that your clients who sit in your chair need. Yeah. They're, that's who you're making your reels for. So yes, use the trends, but remember your reels will end up on your page and they will be kind of like evergreen content yes. on your page. So you're going to want to build this page of resource. So it's like a resource center for your clients. People who are listening can't see Jodie's face, but she's doing like hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh my God, thank God thank you. somebody is sick. It. like this is what I've been saying people. but it's just it's that isn't it it's like this isn't a 2d, 2D thing it's not stand it's not a shop window that you're standing on one side looking into it's not a place where you just display a portfolio of work yeah it can be don't get me wrong you can do that but if you want to add something really exceptional to your client base you're going to know that you can give them so much more than the salon down the road by creating your Instagram place as a place of resource for them. You know, so your reels should be something that they can come back to time and time again. And yeah, what? so what? You might've got 300 plays, but you made content that they need and something that they're gonna come back and watch again and again. So it could be really simple things like, how to tie your hair up or how to do your hair really nicely after you've been to the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. It doesn't have to be groundbreaking things. It's just, what is the thing in the salon that you are constantly telling your clients about? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that thing that you're always talking about? So for me, I used to do curly hair and I was always showing people how to apply products. Like, you know, and how to, you know, the types of things like silk bonnets for bed and all that kind of stuff. That is the type of information that you should be putting into your reels, you know. So yes, you do the trends, but think, I'm going to make a trend that shows somebody how to plop their hair, you know, how to put their hair into a silk bonnet for it to sleep overnight. Yeah. So that's going to be a reel. You know, it's all about that. You want some, you don't just want them to be this thing that you create that goes boom but has no value at the end because it is still going to end up on your page you know and I think it's a a learning library that's such a beautiful way of putting it and I always think about like I like think it through when you're thinking about I want viral so what's going to happen if you have a viral reel and you've got no substance and no like strategy behind your page okay say best case scenario even if a hundred percent of the people who saw this reel were your ideal client, right? Say yeah. 5,000 ideal clients, 10,000 ideal clients saw this reel, right? And it got their attention. And then they come back to your page and they don't know what you're about. They can't really tell mm-hmm. what you're trying to do here. And all they see is a bunch of trending reels. Your ideal client isn't going to be drawn to that. So they're going to see your reel, check out your page and then move on with their lives. That's not yeah, what you absolutely. want. And no chances of it being your ideal clients are very, very slim. But I, you know, just to be, just to exaggerate it. So I think what Viv said about having it be a resource, having your page be a resource and education and value and, you know, representing who you are as 
you know, listeners of this podcast will know like the personal brand that you have. And yeah. that very apparent and evident is going to give you so much more return on your time investment creating content for Instagram than just focusing on going viral. And exactly. And every day is a school day in the salon because what you're doing is every every time you're with a client and they ask you a question, you think I'm going to write that in my notes app. I'm going to put that I'm going to make a reel about that. I'm going to make that into content. So you know like you're you're constantly thinking this this is going to be a reel, that's mm-hmm. going to be a reel. You know so you're you're coming up with new content all the time by just being there. And it doesn't have to always be the before and after transformations. There is a place for them, but there's so much more about you. You know, there's so much more about you and what you do because people don't come to you just for hair. They do, but they don't come just for that. Mm -hmm. You know, they come for the unique experience that you give them or you know the fact that maybe you're really funny or maybe you've always got the nicest clothes on and they want to see what you're wearing today or maybe they want to hear all about you know your family or you're the one who bakes the great cakes you know there's there's always other things as well so there's that as well bringing that personality into your reels is really really good yes you know so that behind the chair persona as well I love that so think about that so what would you say, I've written down here as you're talking, because you're such a wealth of knowledge on this. I really want to just... <laughs> I'm obsessed, my... I'm such yeah. a geek when it comes to I this. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like we have so much in common, babe. It's amazing. Uh, we do, we do. So what are, I want to give some really like actionable, like what are the biggest do's and don'ts? Just because I know we've kind of covered some of this, but I would love to just sum it up point form what would you say are like the three biggest don'ts for reels for hairdressers okay so I would say don't and now this is I'm going to talk to hairdressers who are trying to attract more clients okay so I would say firstly your biggest don't is don't just jump on a trend right so I know I just said that but don't just do a trend okay so what you're going to be doing instead of just doing a trend would be doing the trend as you see it, using the audio, using the lips and go and have a look at my page. This is what I do all the time. So I will take a trending piece of audio, Mm -hmm. like lip sync, but I will always put the twist on it, which will be talking to hairdressers about how to use Instagram. It's always got an other value to it. Mm -hmm. So it's always going to be either like entertaining or it's like, or inspirational or educational. So I'm always going to be adding that to my reels. So don't just do the trend without making it for your clients, okay? The other don't, let me think, don't, don't. Oh God, I wish I was prepared for this. don't I'll tell you what I've got one I've got another one don't make them too long okay so don't make them too long so you have got up to 60 seconds on a reel okay Mm, that's not what really reels are for Mm -hmm. I find the best reels for me anyway and I can only really speak to my from my own experience and what I see works for people on in the hairdresser social club is anything from kind of eight to 15 seconds uh, in length is 
is best. Yeah. Okay. Anything longer than that, and we're just got into you know we're in in really boring territory. Yeah. People aren't in reels for that so they don't consume content for for anything that's it's not lengthy yeah <laughs> yeah it's not what you're there for yeah. it's very much brain off when people are in reels yeah. scrolling the reels feed it's very much brain off and you just got to just understand that that this is really quick content you're jumping on the trends, but remembering all the time, I'm going to say it so many times, it's not just trends. It is going to end up on your page eventually. So yeah. make sure it's got some value for your clients. Yeah. But definitely just, rem- just remember that I don't believe either that reels need to be very highly edited, right. if I'm completely honest. So I have found the ones that I have spent more time editing and more time trying to make them look really slick and really beautiful. I don't think that they're the ones that ever really do very well. The ones that I don't spend much time doing. So Mm -hmm. because reels are about uh, authenticity. And Mm -hmm. the thing is, as soon as you start to try to make it look too perfect, people, as they're scrolling, remember, we've got brain off in in the reels feed automatically think something that looks too good is an ad yes so we're straight past that Mm -hmm. right so we do kind of want it to look a bit less edited and less perfect you're not looking for perfection in a reel that's not what it's for it's quite hard to get perfection in a reel and I think what what lots of people what that's what holds a lot of people back from posting reels is they think it has to be perfect Mm -hmm. but it really doesn't. The best reels are the ones that are very imperfect. Your transitions should definitely be a little bit more smooth and quick. I think a don't, my third don't would be don't don't spend too long on a transition. So what I mean by that is, let's say you're doing a before and after hair, that you're going to go in really slowly to the hair yeah. And then you're going to hang around with the camera inside the hair for a minute mm-hmm. before you pull back to do the reveal. Like your transitions want to be really snappy, really quick. So you got to just remember, you got the first three seconds are going to be crucial to whether you're going to hook somebody into watching your reel or not. And if you're going to be spending that first three seconds zooming into the before hair Mm -hmm. before you pull it back out, then Mm -hmm. people are gone. They're gone. So they would be my mixtures of do's and don'ts for reels you know so short short shorter eight to ten second reels and please don't overanalyze it don't over edit it and don't try and be perfect and don't make your transitions very long you know they need to be more snappy I love that and I think that's hairdresser psychology 101 is that we want to explain every step of the process from a to z and we want to give you know when because I talk about like different content types you should use and educational content is one of them. And I think the urge for us as stylists because of how we're educated and because we're so passionate about what we do is it's to give every single step of the way. And with reels and with Instagram content in general, I'd say, unless you're doing like a full tutorial, you definitely want to focus on those quick wins. Like what can someone digest so quickly and apply, right? We, yeah. We always want to go, I think, into over-explaining mode because our passion and, you know, that's, I think, something a lot of us stylists have in common, but 
what you said is so true. That's not why people are consuming reels. They want quick, digestible, like easy to apply content. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say if you're doing educational, which I'm a massive fan of educational content for your clients, massive fan, one point, that's all you need is one point per reel. Like if you've got a whole series of how to style curly hair, how to apply products and style curly hair from wet all the way through to dry, you could make like 30 different reels out of that you know that would be an incredible series of content for you know for your curly hair clients to come and see and to come back to time and time again to be like how did they say to rake it through again oh yeah I'll go back and watch it you know and and also this is another little thing about getting in front of other people's audiences (laughs) people will share that with their friends so they see it and they'll go oh, my mum has got really curly hair. She needs Mm -hmm. to see this. So you want to create uh, reels that are, and all content, not just reels, that are shareable, that somebody might say, I don't have curly hair personally, but my mum does. Mm -hmm. I'm going to share this with her. You know, so this is how we grow and how you get more clients and how you add that extra something. You know, what makes you better than the stylist down the road? And you know, what I love about what you just said there too, is I think a lot of the overwhelm comes, you know, the Instagram overwhelm that we hear from so many stylists comes from thinking that they just need to reinvent the wheel and constantly be thinking of a million content ideas. And what you said is so true. Like something as simple as like applying product to curly hair isn't simple for the average person. So you could have... (laughs) 30 reels doing that. And then also one of my favorite things about reels is real content tends to lend itself really, really well to carousels. And so repurposing in seeing, and so you can hit your audience in different ways with the same information is going to feel so valuable to them. And it's going to really help establish you as the expert in whatever you're educating on. And so I love that you can repurpose between different content types and use that same information, those same like tips and tricks to deliver the content differently. And that's one of my favorite ways to beat overwhelmed. So for do's then we would say hook. That's so important. Hooking people. Definitely. Yeah. And yes, make it relevant to the person you're talking to. Exactly. So always think, does my client need this? Does my client want to see this? Is my client entertained by this? You know, and if it's not for your client, why are you doing it? You don't need to do it. I mean, you are more than welcome to set up your own Instagram page or TikTok page, whatever, and do all the trends to your heart's content. Do it. But if you are just doing trends and you're thinking, I'm not getting I've got all these new followers but I'm not really getting any new clients maybe you're going to want to have a little look at that and start Mm -hmm. to think I'm going to have to start to add more value to this and start to think about Instagram in a really different way like it is for them rather than for me you know so it's for my client base it's a it's an added value thing that you can do for your client base so you've got this resource center all about you know how to use your products or how to look after their hair at home. There's so much you can do with this. Yes. There really is. And I love it. I I get really excited about this because I just think this is where 
the people who are listening to this podcast and the people who do your courses and my courses it's like this is where you're leveling up okay this is where you're learning the secrets the things that are going to set you apart from the salon down the road you know this is what makes you different because your client is going to be talking to their friend about the experience they had at your salon or somebody's complimenting on them on their hair and they'll say yo you should see my hairdresser she does makes all of these reels that are all about how to do your hair and it becomes a talking point and then the other client looks at it and thinks my stylist doesn't do anything you know so there's there's added value that you're doing it's not this is where we're going right back to the beginning where I'm saying like Instagram is part of your job. Yeah. You're not getting away from it. It's it's part of what you do. Mm-hmm. It's like doing a stock take. It, it You have to do it as long as you're doing it with the client in mind and it's for them. It's wow. never a wasted. So it's true. never time wasted. And, it's so, like, and, and you can have everything you want from it. You yeah. know, it's really exciting. Well, and you and I were both stylists before Instagram. And I, too, actually yeah. learned learned Instagram marketing after my maternity leave with my son. So that's he's almost eight now. And so, you know, I think the thing is that when when we look back and any stylist who, who was a stylist pre-Instagram, there has never been a free resource that allows us to advertise our businesses before this. Like I remember putting ads in the paper and it was like, you know, it, they didn't work that well. And it was like hundreds and hundreds of dollars for like a little tiny, (laughs) like one time print. Right. So even if you invest time and you invest money in learning how to do this properly it will pay you dividends in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And you will get that time given back to you. You know, it's never wasted time when you're doing it properly. And you understand that you're creating, you know, you're creating something for your client base. You know, once you start to really think about Instagram in that way, then it changes. You're like, oh, hang on. But when you start to do that as well, like you automatically get seen as somebody with superior knowledge or you get seen by your brands you get noticed within the industry you start to like like I did you get other people coming to you going could you tell me how you do this that or the other you know and then you automatically start to kind of set yourself apart as well so you know I just want people to understand that like reels are so they're so so powerful you know you are going to get a lot more eyes on your content but as hairdressers or people in the beauty industry like we really need to understand that we can do more yeah. so reels are in their infancy aren't they yeah. and people are just testing it out and seeing what works but we can do more, you know, we can add more to this. We don't have to just go surface level. We yeah. can we can add our thing, which is, and you know, the hair and beauty industry have got so much knowledge to give. So true. And I think that's really interesting, you know. One thing I'd love to say before we finish is, you know, there is a whole load of content out there. So I'm just going to use the example of being a curly hairstylist, like, because mm-hmm. that's what I used to do. But there's absolutely tons and tons and tons of content 
are all over Instagram, okay? So there's people have made brilliant carousels, brilliant posts, brilliant reels, and you can use them on your page too. Now, I'm not talking about like a repost app or anything like that. Every time you save a piece of content on Instagram using the little ribbon icon, you get that, you get all of that in your saved content in your, you know, in the back end of your account. You can go and then create a collection from all of your saved content. Mm -hmm. So let's say I just saved loads of curly hair advice hacks and tips from all over Instagram I could go and then create a collection with my saved content and I can then turn it into a guide so I can create a guide that sits on the top of my page Mm -hmm. which is all of the brilliant content that I've saved from all over Instagram so I haven't had to make that but I have created this really good guide that brings together lots and lots of content from all over Instagram for my clients to be like, this is a great way to, you know, this is a great way to wrap your hair. This is a great way to style your hair. Here's a, here's a wash day hack. Here's this, here's that. And guides, if you don't use them already, are a bit like a Pinterest board. That's how I kind of explain it. Yes. Yeah. So you again become even more of this place of resource. Yeah. I love you know, that. so it's a great way of creating more content or adding even more value yeah. without even having to create the content yourself. Other people have done the work. Yeah. So go and use that. Go and have a look. If you've if you've never seen this before, go into your saved content and check it out. Create a collection and then you'll be given the option to turn that into a guide. Yeah. Um, go and have a look. I've got some guides on my page, which at least that. you can go and have a look at them. They they're in a like a little like a little book, like a little brochure icon. I so love I would the guides feature too, and it, I, I love it. Yeah, and you know you can also like if you create something. What I it's cool about it because you can almost you can curate like content from other places. You can curate your own highly. If you created something that's super super valuable repurpose it to a guide yes and that way it's somewhere that people can easily access I love that tip that's so good and they're they're so underused aren't they we don't see people using guides enough yeah and I think you just got to just try and remember they're a little bit like Pinterest the way you can take bits from all around and Mm -hmm. add to it or you can create a guide of your own content as well yeah you know so They're just a great little feature that people don't use. I love the guide feature. And, you know, if you're someone who's like, you know, when you're on the, the, like content creation struggle bus, if you're kind of going through a time where you're not super inspired, I think we all go through those times. Guides are really great things to like, like go on your stories face to camera talk about this guide you've created and then say, and then you can share it to your story and say, I'm going to share, I've created, I've, you know, created this resource of all these different really great posts that are going to help you do such and such. If you make a really strategic guide and then you can share that to your stories. And I think people are so afraid to repurpose the things that they've already created. And that's one of the best ways to beat that Instagram overwhelm feeling is go back to stuff you've already done and reshare it. Yes, 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 yes. 
this is it, isn't it? People think that they need to write a caption that's never been written yes. before. Like we're going to, we don't need to do that. So like I'm a, I'm a big planner. I plan everything and I, and I write everything down. And yeah, and, and I can go back to my planner from the month before and I can take the caption, I can take the idea and I can twist it up a bit or I can literally just reuse that whole post again. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need to be reinventing the wheel because so you are you, you do this thing, like that doesn't change. You know, you might add extra bits to it, but you don't have to come up with something that's never been seen before oh, every single so time. Like, I think that's part of is you're you know you're so right that's where people are sitting there thinking ah what am I going to post I couldn't post possibly post about a balayage again because I did that yesterday it's like you're a balayage artist yeah that's what you do that is what you do like this is this is what we're about you know there's a there's a really good there's a really good Instagram page that I love and I follow and it's it's a coffee they they have they they don't even make different types of coffee they have one coffee bean and they post about this ground coffee yeah how many different ways can you talk about coffee like seriously (laughs) they can't but they and they don't they don't try to talk about it differently and their images look very similar and their reels look very similar and their captions are very similar but do you know what that feels like to me it feels consistent yeah and it feels strong and it feels like they know their thing and the more they tell me the thing that they know over and over again the more I think you are the coffee people yeah you know your coffee and I see them in such a different way you know so I don't think oh bore off with your coffee I think (laughs) yeah I think these are the coffee people and that's how you need to think about it as well it's like you you are the expert in your field like you have got so much to give and your clients and people who see your content aren't going to think oh there's Viv going on about balayage again they're going to be like god Viv Viv, if anybody wants to know about balayage they need to see Viv you know that's what they think it's and that's it isn't it oh it's so true and that's just the perfect sentiment to close out on because I think that's something where it's not just okay to be consistent with your messaging or people like to call it repetitive. I always say like replace that with consistent. It's necessary because people now, I think the statistic is people now in a day get more information than people got in a lifetime a hundred years ago. Yeah. Wow. Well, that does not surprise me. (laughs) So yeah, that is insane. Yeah. So, you know, you hear things like, Oh, I posted once about this new service that I have and no one booked for it. People need to see things. It used to be seven times. Now it's like 28 more and it's increasing every day. So it is your job to be consistent. It is your job to hammer that message home. So you have shared so much amazing, applicable, advice today and I appreciate you being here immensely so where can my listeners go to find out more about you because I know that they will want to (laughs) yeah so well I mean I'm on Instagram obviously (laughs) that's where I live I live inside Instagram and you can find me at the hairdressers social club or if you want to go and check out my website I've got 
downloads. I've got free masterclasses that you can watch. I've actually got a free masterclass all about how to blow up your gram with reels. Ooh. So I've got that. You can go and watch that. That's on my website, which is www.thehairdressersocialclub.com. Perfect. And I will post all of the links to any of those amazing resources in the show notes. So if you're listening and you want to go learn even more about how to use reels the right way, <laughs> then you can yeah. go and check out Viv's uh, website and that, that masterclass. Brilliant. Thank awesome. you so much, Jodie. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for listening in to another episode of the Hairstylist Rising podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Be sure to check out our show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's episode. And if you want to get in touch with me and let me know what you're thinking, what you'd like to see on the podcast, or just share your favorite episode, send me a DM over on Instagram, either at Hairstylist Rising or at It's Jody Brown. I am so excited to see you back here, same place, same time next week. And until then, I am Jody Brown. I am your host and I'm signing off now. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next week.